Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now, your host, James Swanson. All right, Pat Cotter, done with the running backs, moving on to the wide receivers. We're going to talk about Jerry Judy. We're going to talk some C.D. Lamb. We're going to talk some Justin Jefferson. Uh, Two of these guys we both think have a chance to be real studs at the next level and real studs in our dynasty team for a long time to come. Uh, But first off, the world's kind of crumbling around us. We're not sure about our March Madness plans for next week. The NBA season is postponed, but we're still podcasting because, well, fantasy football never stops, right, man? No, it does not. All right. That was a very enthusiastic, elegant, uh, you know, incoming message there from our analyst Pat Cotter uh, apparently he's deep into some data on the know-it-alls league at the moment. So uh, hopefully I get a little bit more input when we talk about CD lamb here to start the show. So let's start right there. CD lamb checking in at six, one, a buck 98 at the combine. Uh, some of his combine results, Pat hands nine and a quarter. Six. Wow. Okay. Well, that's not a surprise since you suck with numbers um, hands, nine and a quarter arms, 32 and a quarter, 40-yard dash, we were pleased to see him run a 4-5. I think that is a good time for a guy like him. We'll talk a little bit more about his strengths and what he does well and why that's a good time. His bench at 11 reps, not very good, but we don't care. Vertical 34.5, not very good, I don't care. Broad jump 124 inches. So some of the numbers maybe didn't suggest that he's you know a, an explosive athlete, but let's get the tape started because this... Yeah, that narrative changes very, very quickly. Um, Pat, first word words that come to mind when you think C.D. Lamb when we put on the tape. He's explosive, man. Like it, it, I don't know if explosive is the right word, but he just he he does things that you'd never really expect. Like he he'll run over people. He he has amazing yards after the catch ability. It's just kind of ridiculous when you watch him. You don't expect to see that from a guy that's you know not all that. He just, he doesn't weigh all that much. He's not all that big. He doesn't look like he's that strong, but, man, he just has an ability to create plays that you just don't expect to see. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, some of the things that I wrote down, the one thing, Pat, that just stood out every time he caught the ball, he attacks. Like, he oh, yeah. is immediate from catch to runner. He attacks defenses. That's what he does. He is constantly looking to see, hey, how many yards can I pick up after I catch the football? That's his mindset on every single play. Um extremely decisive with the ball in his hands. I said he's a nightmare in the open field. Um, I That's mean, a good way to say it. Yeah, yeah he, he is a nightmare in the open field. And this is a guy that I really like. We know this very much. You know, guys yeah. that I've drafted over the last few years, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel. I'm not saying that, um, you know, C.D. Lamb is those guys. He's got a little bit more kind of smoothness to his game I think he's got a little like he's kind of them in a DeAndre Hopkins in him with that kind of that smooth style a little bit I I do see that in him um but I love guys like these guys that can make plays in the open field who are going to get you chunk plays who when they catch six passes you know it's going for a buck 10 it's going for 95 they're scoring touchdowns and this is the exact kind of player that can do that on a week-to-week basis this is going to be he's going to be a star at the next level Look, he, I mean, he is a stud. Now, yeah, we got to get through a lot anything. of guys before we do the rankings, Pat. Um, but C.D. Lamb really, really jumped off the charts for us. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a clear number one. I, I really liked a lot of what I saw from Jerry Judy throughout the year. But, you know, you watch C.D. Lamb, and it's just a different just a different story. 
Now, you don't know if any of that can be related to the the conference he played in. You know, the Big 12 isn't known for great defenses. And as you watch the tape, it's kind of hard to get a grasp of what some of his other skills, like catching in traffic, if he's good at releases. You know, just because it seems like he, he'll, even when he plays outside, nobody presses him. Nobody. It seems like he's just catching wide open passes a lot of the time. So it's hard to kind of gauge some of those skills. But I, I don't have any any thought that he wouldn't be able to do those things i mean if i had to nitpick there were a few things like he seems to like chop his feet a lot when he's trying to come off the line um when he is when guys are up on him but again those are easy things to be taught out of a guy so i remember there's really nothing that that i really could nitpick about even more than that i mean if he has one other elite skill it would be his body control his ability to like jump up in the air and twist around and, and make ridiculous catches is is up there among the the elites of the at the position agreed i said fantastic ball skills tracks the the you know the ball in the air you know among the best that we've seen so far um i think he we with that four or five time i actually think he plays a little bit faster yeah uh, on tape you know again just a nightmare in the open field a guy who's really going to make a lot of plays at the next level um agree with you on you know a little bit his route running stuff i i don't see a huge issue there um, but you're right, if we're trying to nitpick a little bit. Now, he didn't face a lot of tight press man coverage exactly. either. That was one thing that we didn't see on tape, um, which the next guy that we're going to talk about, Jerry Judy, that's something that he did extremely well oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and played off of press man very well, was able to to release. But but yes, to, to kind of put a bow on C.D. Lamb, Pat, um, again, really impressive stuff. Expect him to make a huge impact early oh, on yeah. at the next level. Oh, yeah, he's going to be elite. Um I mean, like I, he he doesn't seem like he's extremely extremely athletic. You know, I think he's he's a he's a he's he's decently athletic, but he doesn't he doesn't win with just pure speed or pure power. But like right. he just ha- he he feels like he's a smart player and he processes things very quickly, and, it, and which allows him to kind of make the big big plays that he does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's an elite route runner by any means. I don't know if he's got elite re- release. I don't know if he's got, like, he doesn't seem to have exactly, like, you know, black holes for hands, but he catches the ball well. He's got good routes. He seems like he's got a good release. I don't have any – he's above average at everything, and he has a, a few elite traits that really just put him over the top for me. Agreed. And this was a guy who was not a big recruit coming out of high school, was, I think, you know, based on kind of his profile out of high school, was was kind of overlooked a little bit. You know, wound up at Oklahoma as I think he was a, like a three-star recruit. Um, but yeah, big big things to come for C.D. Lamb. Now, when we talk about the dynasty draft a little bit, uh, certainly a guy who's going to go in the first round of most of our. We've kind of been talking about where are we going to slot some of these running backs. You know, a lot of it again depends on where they end up at the NFL draft. So we'll have to kind of we'll break that down a little bit later when we talk about our rankings. Again, running back rankings, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback. We'll do those at the end once we finish up these. Uh, scouting, uh, you know, film room sessions, whatever you want to call them, um, and, and we'll get to that at the end. So, Pat, let's move on now and talk about Jerry Judy. Uh, now, this is a guy who has quite a bit of a different style than C.D. Lamb, Very wins different. in a different way, but, man, again, we loved what we saw on tape with him. It, it's beautiful. It's like poetry when you watch him. You know, if if C.D. Lamb is like hard, like hard rock or like metal when you're watching him, like – Jerry Judy's like a, you're watching like watching the harp being played or like or like a fine symphony like just because his route running is just ridiculous like he makes moves that you're just watching it looks like his legs are just kind of flailing around and he makes cuts that just are are just 
next level. Like you don't see people make moves like he does in order to get open. And it just, it's just so quick, so precise. He's a technician along with a very athletic person. It's one of the best dead legs I think we've ever seen. It's ridiculous. It's, it's just, it's just stupid. And people, he makes people look silly on a, on a like route basis. Like, like it seems like almost every play he's, he's, he's juking somebody out of their shoes. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, that's one great thing, right? Is after the catch, he has the ability to make plays um, a little bit like CeeDee Lamb. But I think the most impressive thing, Pat, is what he does off the line of scrimmage. When he's got guys, I just alluded to it, press man, he has a, a wide variety of moves, very, very good with his hands. Um, he is just, again, a technician, kind of like you said, at working DBs getting off the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage, getting yep. into his route quickly. Some of the th- things that I said about him when we talk about strengths, you know, he has an ability to. Whoops, I'm actually I'm looking at Justin Jefferson. Let me scroll up here. Um, again, very elusive in the open field. Phenomenal at releasing off press man. Uses quick feet and polished moves to set up DBs so they can rarely get hands on him to alter his route. Yeah. That is the most key thing. Oh yeah, is. These guys, these DBs, they're not able to to get their hands on him oh, yeah. to He'll move just, him off his spot. Yeah, he just puts a quick move on him, and he's right by him. Like he just his quick releases are ridiculous. Now, I'd be interested to see how he would he would handle a guy like Richard Sherman. You know, what I mean, you go you go to Richard Sherman saying like you're at your your best of the of the physical corners, but like a guy who is is very good at press man that is super physical. I he might struggle to get off on, but you know, I don't I think he's going to be able to win a lot of those matchups as well. So he, he doesn't seem like he's overly strong, and I do have some concerns about his hands. He does seem to make a good amount of concentration drops where just you just look at him you're like, "Dude, why how you can't drop that?" Like those are those are ones that it's easy, you're open, catch the ball, man. Yeah, that's something that we both think that he's going to need to work on and fix at the next level. Um, I thought he had some issues on top of those drops, just tracking deep balls in general a little bit. I thought there were some issues there. You know, he's not someone who is going to play big. It's not like CeeDee Lamb who's going to play above what his listing is. This guy is not going to play big, but I don't know if he has to either. Um, And look, he's going to need to be better in the run game. Not a super, super willing. He's not a super strong guy. Um... You know, it's going to get pushed around a little bit, I think, in that case. So that's something that um, he'll need to work on at the next level for sure. But there are so many things that Jerry Judy does well when we talk about route running after the catch that are going to translate. That That's going to be his game. Yeah. That is where he's going to win. I Again, another guy like C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb, I don't see any scenario where, I mean, we've said this before with guys, uh, Justin Blackman for one of them, Talking about the Big Twelve, but guys who we think are going to succeed yeah, for sure, I don't see out. him not. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be elite. You know, he's a top fifteen prospect, top ten prospect level to me. You know, I don't, I don't. If you, I mean, if you want to, I would argue with you a little bit if you want to put him over over CD Lamb, but it wouldn't be a. You know, I would passionately, passionately do it. You know, I mean, I, but these two are clearly, clearly number one and number two for me. I don't think, you know, just on our kind of quick scouting we've done on the other guys i don't i don't see anybody else that could even come to their level i agree with that one two as of right now um the one thing the other strength and then we're going to move on to justin jefferson that i wanted to talk about with jerry judy that i think that is also going to translate to the next level he really never gives dbs an opportunity to close and jump routes 
when you see him run those quick outs or those speed outs that they they really like to run in that offense, um, he's very good at creating separation. You know, even when guys, I'm not talking just off man coverage either. I'm talking some tight man, some press. Um, he can kind of move some guys. Just again, being a good route runner, very good feet, um, very quick, getting in and out of those routes. Yeah, he does a really, really nice job of creating that separation, both at the line of scrimmage and when he's at the top of his route and he's breaking into whatever he's trying to get into. Uh, really, really good job at that. So uh, I love the separation that he was able to create, you know, on those short and intermediate routes as well. Now let's talk Justin Jefferson. Um, quick, some combine results. So 6'1", 202, um, nine and an eighth inch hands, 33 inch arms, a four four three forty pat, which really, really... Uh, we were encouraged. We were encouraged by that one. Vertical 37 and a half, not bad. Broad 126, not too terrible. Um, it's a guy that just had a monster year. You know, this was an offense that was record breaking, of course, with the 60 touchdowns from Burrow, but 111 receptions over 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns. It's just stupid. Like, yeah, I mean, who puts up those numbers in college? Nobody. I mean, that whole LSU offense was kind of like that, but, you know, you look at, you look at uh, C.D. Lamb, he had like 68 catches or something like that. Judy had like 73. And then you look at Justin Jefferson, it was 111. And you just kind of be like, what? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just that's the best way to say it. I don't know if we can say anything else, you know, based on the numbers that these guys put up. It's just outrageous. Uh, all right, let's focus on some of the things that Justin Jefferson does well in the field first, Pat. Um, I'll let you start this one. What, what were some things that you saw that you liked from him? Uh, and then, then of course, we'll talk some negatives as well. You know, I think I think he's an, he's athletic. His athleticism that he put up at the combine, I think, shows up on tape. Um, he seems to have pretty good speed. He seems to be athletic. I, to me, he looked like a very capable receiver, a guy that is going to be able to to transition well to the NFL with his abilities. But I didn't see anything that like. He didn't have any elite traits to me that, that really popped like the other two guys. Now, it, he, whenever it's hard to compare him to guys like Jerry Judy, to CeeDee Lamb, I think it'll be interesting to see where he ends up in my ranks once it's all said and done, but I don't see a top. You know, he doesn't come near the range where, where CeeDee Lamb and, and Jerry Judy are for me. Talking about some of his on-the-field stuff, uh, I you know, I do agree with you there, and once we get to some more of these guys, we'll have to. I think Justin Jefferson's going to you know end up below a few of these guys talking about on the field were you surprised at how LSU used him I kind of was he was so often in the slot oh every time I thought that he would be playing a little bit more outside now they do use a lot of five receiver sets yeah yeah I mean if he was ever outside that was just because everybody else was like lined up real close to the line on his side he he probably he was always on on he like you said he's always in the slot I don't know if he's going to be able to, it might take a little bit of transitioning for him to work on the outside. Um, I think he could do it, but it was hard to see, you know, again, with kind of like with CD lamb, you didn't really see if he was able to be pressed very well. You didn't see him. He actually did seem to be, make some decent, uh, like, you know, hands catches and, and catching the ball in traffic pretty well, because he would run those slants a lot and take those hits across the middle. But, um, you know, he just seemed like a generally a well-rounded but not spectacular talent to me. Yeah, talking about the the catches in traffic, I thought that you know they like to go back shoulder him from time to time, and they'll run it down the seam too, which I I really liked. 
Um, I know one of his touchdowns in particular, I don't know if it was the Texas game or, or what, uh, but they ran a seam basically, you know, I don't know, 20 yards out, 25 yards out, um, and, and hit him on a back shoulder throw right down the seam. And, and that was a nice throw from Burrow, but it was really, I wanted to see that from Justin Jefferson is that body control going up, you know, getting contacted in the air on a back shoulder throw because, you know, I'm not saying he's going to end up in somewhere like Green Bay, but you know, quarterbacks like Aaron oh, yeah. Rodgers, that is a oh, big yeah. part of the NFL now is is being and it's been for a few years, but you know, being able to have that uh, you know that good body control, showcasing that a little bit, and, and being able to catch the ball in traffic and back shoulder fades and throws especially. So I do want to see him play a little bit more on the outside. I was a little bit surprised how much he played in the slot, but um, I think he's a little bit more of a strider personally. I don't think he's – I'm not saying he's not quick, but he, he looks like a little bit more of a strider to me. Now, I do think he's going to have a smooth transition to the NFL because with Joe Brady at LSU last year coming from the Saints, I think that offense – you could see that short and intermediate passing game. I think that's going to show up at the next level too. Again, depending where he winds up, but I think his game is going to transition well. He's going to have an easy time making that I jump agree. from agree. college to the NFL. I, I don't think he's going to be the most elite guy. In the world, you know, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be your perennial wide receiver two, low end wide receiver two kind of guy. Maybe if he can get in a, in an offense like the Saints and rack up a lot of catches, maybe he could be a little bit higher end. But um, he seems like a good, not great receiver to me. Now, the one thing that I do like about him, um, we talked about the numbers, the 111 catches. But man, this guy's a true gamer. Four touchdowns in the college football playoff. Yeah. He caught, I think he had another game where he had a couple touchdowns, maybe the Texas game. Yep, I think Texas he showed up big. So this is a guy who shows up in big games, which you got to love that. You got to love that for a team that's playing very good competition. Um, he is a true gamer. He's going to show up in those big moments. But yeah, some of the things that I didn't like, a little bit like Jerry Judy, I think he's going to need to add some strength. I need to think he's going to be need to be a little bit more willing in oh, the yeah. run game. We say this about guys at this level. I think that's something that they develop as they go. Yeah, he got pushed around. Like it was it, even worse than Judy. It was Agreed. it was pretty bad. He he didn't. I mean, I saw some plays where he seemed like he was a little bit more willing of a blocker, but plays that you knew that weren't designed to go to his side, he wasn't really trying all that hard. And if he was trying, he'd get blown up. Okay, so three down, we talked about this the other day. Uh, what we've been talking about it quite a bit is just how many podcasts we're going to need to get out to cover all these guys because we're talking like 15 to 18 receivers yeah. potentially, Pat. So look out. We're going to have receiver podcasts throughout the month of March. We're going to hopefully get at least two to three more out this month, aiming for one a week, and then we'll get into the quarterbacks and tight ends. So that wraps up the talk on CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Justin Jefferson, uh, a good start, Pat. A, a very, very good start for the wide receiver room. All right, that does it for Pat the Stats. For Pat Cotter, I'm your host, James Swanson. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.